Hi, my name's Julie Mackin and we're back speaking about social justice and what could be more on point when it comes to social justice than the question of war and asking ourselves seriously, what is it good for? Turns out, absolutely nothing. But without going into that wonderful song, I really wanted to talk today about what we're seeing Uh, What we saw last week, particularly in the Herald and The Age, calling out, you know, suggesting that we're three years away from war with China. And to avoid that, we should allow the US to keep their nuclear arsenal in Australia and we should reintroduce conscription. And I guess that is just a particular heads up to any people under the age of 30 who might be listening to this, who would be caught up in a national call-up or conscription. And that kind of series of articles by the Herald was followed by the extraordinary announcement Anthony Albanese made that Australia would be buying some submarines from America, some from Britain, and that we would eventually be getting uh, some more nuclear-powered submarines down the track. Where do I even start with this? $400 billion is what this plan to get up to 12 submarines is going to cost. But before any of them have even, you know, become blueprints, frankly, we're already seeing the fallout. And by the fallout, I mean China is rightly saying that Australia is probably in breach of the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty, and we probably are. And whether we are or not, it almost doesn't matter because the damage has been done to us. We came to that debate around nuclear, you know, de-escalating the nuclear weaponry in the world with clean hands. We were one of the few countries that could actually argue the case for it because we didn't have them. Well, we no longer have that advantage. We are now considered an extension of the US. And of course, with the Herald calling for us to host US nuclear weapons in Australia, China would rightly look at that and say, who are we speaking to, the US or Australia? Same, same. So we've surrendered our moral authority in that space already. Also, let's have a look at what happens. Where do we get that $400 billion from? Well, we're getting a good idea of that already with uh, opposition leader Peter Dutton saying that he's happy to support cuts to the NDIS, to aged care, to welfare. Uh, basically, the most vulnerable of us in Australia will be footing the bill for this you know, future weaponry. Meanwhile, we're told that actually the war with China, which... I've got to say, a lot of people seem very keen on as if a war with China wouldn't wipe us out very quickly, that a war with China is going to be happening within about three years. Turn on the nightly news. Have a look at what's happening in the Ukraine. We, Australia, is being lined up to be in the Pacific, what the Ukraine is in Europe. That is a place where the military-industrial complex can actually test their weaponry out without any bodies of other countries being hurt. I am so alarmed about this. I am so alarmed, particularly for young people, because not only will you have a massive hex debt, a planet that's becoming increasingly destabilised climactically, and by the way, you'll never own your own home, you are now looking at inheriting a world that is seriously destabilised in the interests of war. So I guess I'd just shout out to particularly any young folks listening to this, it is in your interest to start the really heavy, hard nation-building work of peace-building. Because I tell you what works to avoid war. Diplomacy works, building civil society in, in our own country and in the countries around us, 
and being a good neighbour. All those things work to avoid war. If we go to war, all the people in defence are pretty clear, Australia will lose catastrophically, we will lose quickly, and very doubtful whether even America will come in to support us. So, this is really a shout out. This is the beginning of a big escalation towards war that we're seeing in this country. And I really think we are all on notice to step up, stand up, and make the case for peace and demand demand a place around that table. You can't leave it to the generals. You can't leave it to Lockheed Martin to argue for peace. That's your job. That's my job. That's what we've got to do over the next couple of years. Thanks. Thanks.